Welcome to the We Winter Podcast. My name is MJ and PK is here all on our lonesome in today's episode. She's back from her billion years of vacation in Galavanting in India. And but uh before we, you know, reconvene and do our daily weekly episodes together again, she has created another solo episode about, you know, her time in India. She's also been listening, been watching Firefly Lane, which honestly is not really not my type of show. I actually did watch an episode or two, but honestly, like it was wasn't something that I was able to get back into again because there's, there's so many new TV shows and movies that were, you know, popping at that time. I might get into it. I heard my sister really loves Firefly Lane, but for those who really do love Firefly Lane, this episode is for you. For those of you who've been loving PK's, you know, solo India episodes, this episode is for you. So yes, she is back from vacay and we have a lot of surprises coming up next week. It's going to be really exciting. We are buckling down and really focusing and putting our energy into the pod. We really want to grow. We have a lot of goals for this podcast. So next week is going to be really, 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 really fun. Um, But until then, I'm doing good. She's doing great. We've just been really, really busy and trying to coordinate schedules. And yeah, I'm kind of exhausted. I realized there's a lot going on with me personally and I'm starting to, you know, do to-do lists again. You know what I mean? I'm starting to really categorize my life. So maybe even open up a journal and start daily journaling because there's so many thoughts ruminating through my brain that I need them out of my brain. You feel me? I do not have time to have these thoughts occupy my mind. I have so much going on. Work has become has becoming this annoying thing. Um, and there are ways that I want to grow in this, I guess, career, which we'll talk about next week. And I just need to do it in a more efficient way. And I just don't have time for people who don't get that. And I also do not have time for people who don't like me. Like, I, I'm actually... Damn, can I talk? <laughs> I'm at the place in my life where I really don't care if somebody likes me or not. Like I'm, I'm over my people pleasing ways. If you don't like me, cool. If you don't like me, cool. Like I, I, I really don't care anymore. So, because I need to do things that are best for me in my life and my in my family and 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 my future, and and for me mentally. So, like I really don't care. Again, if you like me, cool. If you don't like me, cool. Don't care. So. That's where I'm at. Um, and I did watch a lot of amazing movies, which we'll talk about next week. But until then, we have this amazing episode from PK. And it will definitely go back to both of us being on the podcast each and every week, guys. Don't worry. Hopefully, this will never happen again. Because personally, it's not my style. Um, unless we do bonus episodes and we go in deep dive, deep dive into a pop culture moment that people are talking about. But other than that, we both really want to be on the pod at the same time. So that will start itself again next week with a couple of few surprises. So yes, um, this is We Binged It, where we kind of talk about all the TVs and movies that we've binged during the week. And this week is Firefly Lane and MJ, which is me, and my really good friend, best friend PK, we do this podcast 
together. And don't forget to like, comment, share, and rate wherever you're listening to this episode today. Of course, anything five stars or more, you're invited to the summer cookout. Anything less, I don't know you. Let's get into this this week's episode. I'm honestly really going to miss it here. I love going for walks here. The weather is so beautiful here. Sometimes it rains, so it's not so great. But when it doesn't rain, it's really beautiful outside. And I just love going for walks here. Everyone's just always outside and very friendly. On my uh, last walk, I just ended up like talking to this grandma. Just like randomly, she started like talking to me, just asking like where I'm from, where which house am I living in right now, and like if we're renting the house out after we leave, and just like just normal questions. I'm trying to also like practice my Punjabi a bit too. I'm not as fluent as I was before, but I think I'm getting there. So I think it's good practice being here. But yeah, everyone's super super friendly here. Everyone's super social here as well. There's always people outside, just like talking to their neighbors, and we're just like going for walks. So it's never super quiet here, but it's nice because back home in Canada, you don't really get the time to take for take walks or talk to your neighbors. They're always just like so busy in their own like life. Whereas here, everybody's super like social, and everyone's just outside all the time. It's just easy to connect with your neighbors here because you're just like so much more like close-knit here whereas in Canada you're not as like close with your neighbors so it's definitely a different lifestyle here we also have a car and scooter here so it's like really nice because then it allows us to go anywhere we want and it's great that my dad can drive the car and then also my brother can drive the scooter I tried to drive the scooter but it's really hard honestly and it's super heavy so i'm i'm still trying to practice on it it is getting better i don't know i think i'm getting there but it's definitely just like super heavy for me to carry so i don't know how my bro- brother does it but there's a lot of people here that drive scooters and motorcycles and it's just easier to get around especially in the market area where it's super super crowded it's easier to just get around with a scooter and a motorcycle so mostly my walks are to the the mango stand in the morning. So right outside our neighborhood, there's this place where there's, it's like a crossway. So, or I would say like a main intersection. And in that main intersection, there's different stands that are there. There's a fruit stand, there's a sugarcane stand, there's a juice stand, there's a food stand um, and a snack stands. And then we usually go to the fruit stand and um, the guy over there, he knows us by face and we always get like mango shake from him and it tastes so, so, so good. So I'm definitely going to miss that when I go back home. There's not going to be a fruit stand in Canada at an intersection that I'll be able to walk to and just get some like mango juice. And it's also super affordable, whereas like mango juice in like Canada would be so expensive. I think it's like five times more expensive in Canada. Not even... Like, what is booster juice? I feel like booster juice is super expensive. It's almost like 10 bucks. I don't even know. But it's, yeah, it's super expensive. I would say it's like seven or eight times. And here it's like only like a dollar. And it's so good. And also the portion size is really big. Like, whole glass. Don't really drink it at the glasses. 
I mean, sorry, at the um, stand, we usually just bring it home. And it's so funny because when we bring it home, they actually put it in like a bag. Like, you know, those like plastic bags, um, sandwich bags. Yeah, they have like those kind of bags and they put the mango, the juice in there and then they tie it up with a rubber band. The way that they do it here, different and it's, it's unique to me because like over there in Canada, we would put it in, you know, like those disposable cups with a lid on top. But over here, they don't really have that. And I think it's just cheaper to buy those bags and elastic bands and then be able to give it to um, their customers. Our daily um, walks. And we also end up getting sugarcane juice as well. And the sugarcane juice is so good here. It's just super diluted in Canada. I think I talked about the sugarcane and mango juice. I'm just super obsessed with the sugarcane and mango juice here. In life in India so far, what else has happened? Bits um, and bazaars, there's so many uh, different little stores and shops. The markets and bazaars are so, so busy. It's so hard to drive through them. I don't even know how people drive through them. It was so crazy busy yesterday when we went. And there was also this like police parade. I don't even know why. Like I think my mom asked one of the shop owners and he was saying they just do this every day and they might be in training or something. But there was just like a whole line of policemen walking. And then there's so many police cars behind them and then police buses behind them. And then we saw them on the way back too, and they were in the buses, so maybe they got tired of walking. I don't know. And um, also the horns are so funny here. The bus horns and, yeah, the truck horns. They're like a whole, like, song. I don't know. I don't know how to describe them. I should record it and, like, show it to you guys, but it's so funny. I just laugh so hard. And then they also have um, rickshaws. So there's not that many rickshaws here anymore. It's more autos. So these are the um, electric cars, whereas the rickshaws are the ones where somebody carriage in the back and somebody's pedaling you and like on their bike. So we did take a rickshaw and it was super squishy and there was like one seat and then all three of us tried to like squish onto one seat. So it was not that comfortable, but we kind of felt bad for the rickshaw guy because there's not that many people that take the rickshaws anymore because of the autos that are available i had to take the rickshaw home one one time from the bazaar and it was definitely a unique experience um the carriage was pretty open so it was mostly just like a seat and there's nothing like around you so everybody was just staring <laughs> it was kind of uncomfortable with like everybody staring but it was just a good experience, right? Like, I've never ridden a rickshaw before, and I, there's not that many rickshaws left. There's more autos, so it was a good experience. Um, we took an auto um, back home one time from the bazaar, and this is more of, like, electric car, so it's not somebody pedaling it, but it's somebody, like, that's driving it. And um, when we were coming back home, we were actually, we were literally like stuck between two buses and it was so scary. I'm like praying that these buses like see us in, in the middle and don't like squish us in. But yeah, it was so loud too because both of the buses were like honking their horns and I'm like, oh my God, like patience here when they're driving. It's so crazy because like nobody will stop for you. It's it's insane. Like if you're trying to get out of a parking space and then you need people to stop and then like give you the space, 
they're literally going to try to squeeze behind you and try to pass you and not give you the space. I don't know. People are just so impatient here. <laughs> it's crazy. So that's why I'm saying like driving here, like driving any type of vehicle here is so hard. And honestly, like just so hard. I don't know how they do it because the traffic here is insane. We've got we've gotten stuck in so much like traffic jams it's crazy but it's just cool to see because you don't really see this in canada it's just like something that only happens here you know it's cool to see next week we're actually going to be going to um and jendigard which are bigger cities and we're going to be doing a lot more shopping there so i'll keep you posted on that and stay tuned for the next episode to hear about my shopping experience hey guys it's pk so we're back for another episode i'm going to continue talking about my trip to jammu and kashmir so the second part of it so in the last episode i talked about the road trip to shirinagar and then also staying over in shirinagar and the adventures that happened in shirinagar and now I'm going to talk about um, going to Gulmark, which is another place in Jammu and Kashmir. And there was so much adventure in Gulmark. So we ended up uh, riding ponies. So they had pony rides and we were able to take the pony all the way up to the top of the valley. And it was a lot of fun. I haven't been on a horse before. I've been on an elephant before and a camel last year but not a pony and a horse. So it was a lot of fun, but it was also scary at times because sometimes my pony would just be walking on the edge and I would be like, do you have a death wish or something? And I would just like try to tell the pony to like walk straight or like just tell the person that was like managing my pony. I think we're like walking way too close to the edge and he'd be like, no, no, don't worry. Like they will, they're just trying to like clean their feet on the grass and the edge and then they're going to come back on track. And I was like, mm, I'm the one who's on this pony and I might fall. <laughs> and it was just so funny because like I would be worried when the pony would just like run off on its own and the guy would just be like, it wasn't even a guy. It was like a little kid that was managing my pony and he would be like, don't, don't worry, don't be scared. They're trained. You have nothing to worry about. Oh my god. And the kid, I don't even know. I feel like the little kid was being a little bit reckless. Is he old enough to be managing those ponies? No, but he honestly did an amazing job. And the ponies actually listened to him. And I was just like, damn. He like knows what he's doing, you know? But yeah, sometimes the ponies would just go rogue. And that's where I would freak out. Especially my mom, she would be freaking out and the kid would be just mostly with her helping her out and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to try to guide my pony on my own. Anyways, it was so much fun. So my pony's name was actually Niku, which means and I'm like, oh, that's relatable. Makes sense why we were paired up. But yeah, it was so much fun. It was super dirty too. The ponies would just be pooing and peeing everywhere. So that was a bit... Um, not so fun but so much fun riding it all the way up to the valley and enjoying the views on on top of the pony it was also just very funny when my parents would just be freaking out because they're not they're not about it but it was funny to watch them yeah so they took us to three different points so the first point was just this uh, valley point where we we're able to see 
the trees and a little bit of the valley so it was like halfway to the top of the valley and then we also went to the second point which was the maharaja palace so unfortunately we didn't end up going in because there was a ticket price and it was like super dirty and you had to take off your shoes and we're like uh no thank you it, it was like a day where it was raining a little bit so it was pretty muddy outside I ended up just like looking outside and just taking pictures from the outside of the palace and then going around and looking at the porch and looking at the views from and then for the next point we ended up going all the way to the top of the valley where we were able to see the um, valley as well as the mountains and the hills in the background and also in the mountains in the background we saw that there was a little bit of snow on the top so it was such a beautiful view to see on um, the top it was just a very beautiful view you can see the snow on the mountains and then you can see the hills in the front and you can see also the tiny little houses as well as the trees the view was just really really pretty and it was just such a unique experience riding on the pony and it was just so much fun like we just left the entire trip all the way to the top of the valley i was just dying of laughter especially just watching my parents freaking out and um, the pony would just be like going rogue which was actually like 50 percent of the time it was honestly sometimes hard to even balance sitting on the pony because sometimes the pony would like shake or would like sneeze and would go crazy and you would have to like really hold on tight and also when we were going down the hill, I was like freaking out. I hate, like I don't mind going up a hill, but I hate going down the hill. I hate it. Like I don't know, it was super muddy too. And this pony was kind of slipping a bit and I was like freaking out. And I'm just like praying to God and make it down this. Um, yeah, we ended up making it down safely. It was just super muddy. And um, so that was a little, a little annoying, but the views were beautiful and especially the view at the top was beautiful then once we got off of the ponies we ended up going up the stairs to the rani temple and even at the top of the rani temple we also saw like the valley and the trees and the mountains and the hills it was a beautiful view up there as well a little bit rainy up there as well so we didn't spend too much time up there and that's it for the day at Gomart. So it was definitely super fun with the pony rides and the views were beautiful. So I definitely recommend if you haven't um, type of experience, it's definitely unique and um, worth it. It was just a bit rainy and cold. So we did have to wear our sweaters and also our shawls to build. We did have to wear our sweaters and um, shawls on top just to bundle up and stay warm because it was super cold even as we got higher and higher but um i recommend it so much fun and so funny at times and then after gulmarg we went back to shirinagar and we went back to our hotel to stay the night after gulmarg after we did our adventures we went back to the hotel in shirinagar and we stayed another night at shirinagar and then also that night we went back to Dal Lake actually we had some time so we went back to Dal Lake and we took another canoe ride because it was so so much fun uh, the first time we ended up taking a second ride and on the canoe and this time the canoe driver was actually really nice that he 
took us around more of the hotels and we were able to see the insides of the hotels just from the outside. Um, I think the first time we didn't see as much the hotels. We just saw it from a distance, but we were able to go through the hotel area this time. And we also didn't stop at many shops, so we, were, we had a more time to um, ride around in the canoe. And the canoe was definitely a unique experience. I definitely recommend visiting um, that place for sure. And after some canoeing, we went back to eating at the restaurant and we ended up getting um, chicken biryani again as well as the chicken kebab so so good the first time we got it we ended up getting it a second time the second night uh, ended up getting some dessert so i will be talking about that in our food segment but i think that's it for oh sorry there's actually one more day so next day we had to drive back to um, Punjab and on the way back, there was a um, city called Palagram, and we were able to stop by there. It was also a valley kind of city, so it was similar to Gulmarg. We thought maybe we would be doing some more adventures there, but we ended up um, much there. We just um, in a few, and they had similar activities to Gulmarg, so we're just like, it's not worth doing the same activities. And the valleys were also like similar views. Uh, the views were beautiful they had um the beautiful river and rocks and then in the background you can see hills trees mountains so that view was really beautiful so we ended up taking a few cute pictures there and we just enjoyed the view and mother started like collecting rocks and i'm like um oh, okay it's, like busy collecting rocks and i'm just like okay i'm gonna be taking my pictures here it was just a beautiful view to see there wasn't much that we did over there, but we just enjoyed the view. We went back into the car and then we went all the way back to Punjab, which was a 14-hour car ride. That car ride, I just slept for most of the time. I enjoyed the view of us going down the hill and then seeing all of the scenery and the really beautiful to see it coming down as well. We went back home. It was honestly such a great trip. I really enjoyed this uh, road trip to Jammu and Kashmir. I definitely recommend uh, a place full of different, unique adventures for sure. Uh, for the India adventures for this episode and stay tuned for the next episode for the next road trip. Bye. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. We are good this week. I want to talk about two things. So the first thing is different drinks that I've tried. So over here, they have this mango drink called Maza. And it tastes so, so good. It's really rich in the mango taste. And it's smooth. It's not so thick. And they also have another drink called Slice. And it's also a mango drink. And mango juice drink and it's similar to maza i feel like it is a little bit on the thicker side whereas maza is a little bit smooth but they both taste so good and so delicious and they also have another uh, i would say it's a pop drink do you guys hear the horn in the background <laughs> that's not even close to the amount of horns that we hear all day 
it literally sounds like that anyways they have another soft drink i would say it's similar to like it has like that fizzy taste similar to coke and sprite and it's called limka it's um i think the flavoring is similar to sprite and it's really refreshing i really like it it's more of like a lemon flavor i would say but it tastes so so good i have tasted it in canada before um my uncle actually showed me one time and it's sold at these indian grocery stores so it tastes so so good i just forgot how good it tastes and it's just like everybody here drinks limka mostly and it's such a great refreshing drink it tastes similar to sprite but better you guys gotta try it i think it's available at any indian grocery store and like maza and slice they they're like typical mango juice drinks but they taste really good i think i like maza a little bit better than slice um i don't know like slice is more of that mango flavor but it's thick and like maza it's it's also has that mango flavor but it's smooth i don't know if that makes sense but <laughs> that's the way i see it but they're both really good drinks and then for the second part i wanted to talk about ordering through an app called zomato so that is an online ordering app that is available here in india and it has all the restaurants on there we ended up ordering twice from there so one time we ordered from nfc and then the other time we ordered from burger bites so burger bites i don't know if i talked about this in a previous episode but from burger bites i got the tandoori chicken burger and it was so so good it tasted really really good it had all of these vegetables in it like onions tomatoes lettuce um i think they had mayo sauce yeah mayo sauce a little bit of chipotle sauce and a tandoori chicken breast in it and it was so good and so juicy it was really good and oh another time i got chicken wings from burger bites as well they were okay i feel like they were really small and super spicy but i think the spice level here is just at like another level <laughs> so you have to tell them to like make it not too spicy but they were okay they were not too bad i definitely recommend the burgers over the wings and then for the other place, it's called NFC, and we got Manchurian noodles, Manchurian gravy, and the Simple Burger, as well as the Malai Chop. So the Malai Chop was not so good. It's basically, like I would say crackers or biscuits dipped in yogurt. Let me actually search it up. That was the first time I, was, I tried it here. It had a lot of like sour notes so it wasn't my favorite i'm more of like a sweet tooth per person so it says it's made using soya flour or soya chunks and wheat flour so it's a dough that's prepared and then it's also mixed in with that yogurt so it's a vegetarian dish that's um, made from soya apparently it's a popular snack dish but i was not a fan of it and then we also got, so the noodles were really good, but they were super spicy. Everything is like super spicy here. I feel like really whitewashed saying this, but I'm trying to get that palate back where I can eat spicy food. <laughs> and over here, people just add like extra spices. And it tastes good, but it gets really spicy after you eat a lot. But the noodles were really, really good. The, the gravy was super good and thick. It had all these vegetables in it and also had these meatballs that were made from soya so everything from this restaurant is vegetarian so everything's made from soya and it tasted really really good it was just spicy and then the simple burger was also made from a soya meat patty and it also had noodles in it 
it was crazy. Like they put noodles in that burger and they also put like lettuce, tomato, onions. I think they, yeah, they put some type of mayo sauce in it and some seasoning on it as well. But it tasted really good. Like noodles in a burger tastes really good. I remember last year we got pizza and the pizza had noodles in it and it tasted really good. But it's just super heavy. Like it was a lot to finish. This burger was like a pretty good decent size, but when but they also put noodles in it and I felt like it was really heavy. So it was really hard for me to finish it, but I ended up finishing it, but it was really good. Super, super good. So it just reminded me of the pizza we got last year, which had noodles in it and it was super heavy, that pizza. And also the sauces here. <laughs> the sauces are so funny. People just eat everything with ketchup, especially with the chicken wings. Actually with the chicken wings, I ended up getting like this chipotle sauce chipotle jalapeno sauce so it was really good but mostly they just give ketchup as their sauce and i don't know i just couldn't eat the uh, the burger with ketchup i don't know it just felt it felt wrong you know <laughs> i don't know i'm not like a really huge fan of ketchup but people here eat everything with ketchup like that is their sauce to go to we have so many ketchup packets in the fridge just from every restaurant we go to we always end up getting like ketchup packets that they always send with us but we eat that much ketchup so even with the noodles they gave ketchup but thankfully we got the gravy with it because a lot of their noodles are not really they're mostly like dry noodles so i'm happy we got the gravy with it because we're able to mix the gravy with the noodles and it tasted really it tasted bomb and the burger also tasted good so definitely recommend both of those from the nfc place which is a vegetarian place so it was super delicious and the Zomato app is actually really convenient. I'm really glad that my relatives told me about this app because we're able to order it when it's raining outside and we don't want to drive there. And they're able to deliver it, but it's so funny putting in the directions to the house. The directions here, I don't even know how people give directions here because there's no like street names. There's no intersection names. It's mostly just like gate names and hallway names so you just tell a person oh it's just like you have to like pass this gate you have to pass these doors and you'll see this gate that says blah 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 and then you're gonna go into that gate and then you're gonna go down the um, road and you're gonna see another little road so turn into that little road and then you're gonna see another little road so turn into that one and you're finally gonna get home you know it's just so complicated when like the driver is confused about where to go i just hand it over to my dad and i'm like you know what you deal with it and give him the directions giving directions here it's crazy because there's no like there's no house number either and there's no uh street names that they can put it just in the gps even the location like there is a live location on the app but it's hard for the driver to track it they would just need verbal directions from the person especially because like i just wrote some random address i don't even know if it's actually our address but <laughs> yeah you would always just have to like give the directions to the driver but i wish they had more of like street names and it was like more clear because it's very 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 vague anyways i definitely enjoyed all of the food that we ordered through this app and i feel like the app is also great in terms of very like convenient and it has a lot of options so that's it for this segment and i'll see you in the next one all right, so for the next segment, it's going to be about the show that I've binged. It's called Firefly Lane. 
It's actually a really amazing show. It's one of my favorite shows for sure on Netflix. It's about two best friends and it kind of goes through their life journey and how they have kept this lifetime friendship with each other. So season two, part two has just been released and I've already watched season one and season two, part one. So season two, part two was actually very emotional. So season two, it actually starts out with the falling out between the two best friends, Tully and Kate. And it is due to a car accident that Tully and Kate's daughter was in, Mara. And then Mara was actually seriously injured in that car accident. And they both didn't talk for many months. So part two kind of starts off with them not talking. But then you also learn that Kate has cancer. And then Kate actually calls Tully and asks her to be with her during this time and Tully actually just ends up coming back and no questions asked she comes back right away for Kate it's kind of really selfless for Tully to do that especially because they were in in an argument and Kate didn't really give Tully the chance to explain what had happened but then when Kate needed Tully, Tully came running back and she didn't even ask any questions and she was there and supported Kate through her cancer journey. I didn't really like how Kate was still kind of mad after all of those months and even after Tully had came back for her and supported her. It really shows the love and care that Tully has for Kate and I don't know if Kate really reciprocates it back to Tully and I feel like Tully gives a lot more compared to Kate. The entire season, it's really great to see their friendship and see the challenges that they go through separately as well as when they come back together and face those challenges together again. I do feel like Tully does give a lot more effort and she does give a lot more. She even puts her life aside and tries to help Kate and tries to support Kate as well as try to get Kate into any of the trials and try to help her fight the cancer. She puts her life aside, meaning her career as well as her relationships, especially with Danny, where she doesn't even call Danny back and she tries to spend all of her time with Kate. I really do like the storytelling of this season. There's a lot of flow in this season. There is some flashbacks to their life in high school and their early career days, which I really enjoyed. And I really enjoyed how it tied back into the storyline. So season two really got me hooked and it was really good um, storytelling. There wasn't that many like dramatic scenes, but it was very like real and realistic. So the... So the series wasn't too dramatic, but the things that happened, the scenes that occurred were very realistic and real. And the part two was very emotional in terms of, it was in terms of uh, Kate's cancer journey. So it was really sad for Kate and everybody around her. Like her her mom who had like a breakdown during one of the moon ceremonies that they were having her mom literally basically says that it's not fair because 
she's the one who smokes and Kate doesn't. Kate is very healthy. She never did any drugs or any did any um, smoking. So... And also her daughter, Mara, who was really supportive in the beginning. But then she ends up coming home one day in one episode where she was super high. And she basically just, like, lashes out and says, well, it doesn't really matter. Like, it's it's mom dying and she should let everybody else live their life. And I was like, whoa, that was crazy because if I ever did that, I'll be just kicked out. I would be just be kicked out for getting high in general. Not even for saying that, but like if I was getting high, I would not be punished. I would literally be kicked out. So it was good to see that, you know, Johnny, um, Kate's husband did snap at um, Mara. But then the next day they were like kind of apologizing to each other and they kind of like made up. And I was just like, "Mm, that would not happen in my house. It would definitely not even be punishment it would just be you're kicked out to the curb and you can support yourself (laughs) and throughout the series it was interesting to see tully and danny's relationship it was um there was a lot of tension between the relationship and tully was more and tully was more focused on kate that she couldn't really focus on her own relationship. But I think Tully and Danny made a great um, couple. But they were... They're mostly just friends. But I think they made great friends. And it could have been a great relationship too. If Tully really did not only focus on Kate. But also focus on her life and her relationships. And try to make it work out with Danny. But overall, I thought the storytelling and the performances were great. It was super emotional in season two. And I definitely do recommend it if you're looking for something that's not too like soapy and dramatic. But it does have good scenes that are realistic and relatable. This is definitely the show for you. And it is definitely a bingeable watch.